Hello, friends, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I'm so excited to dive into this episode. If you are listening for the first time, welcome. It is so nice to have you here. Um, this, This podcast was created to empower and inspire you to love the life that you live and to lead yourself in that life. And so Joyfully You Podcast is about connecting to that child within, the curiosity, the desire, the playfulness, the energy, um, and then guiding ourselves through a process of empowerment and self-love. And so our topic today is all around procrastination. And so I want to talk about procrastination because it's something that I joke that I am a fucking professional. And I apologize if you guys have kids and you're in the car, but you know, sometimes... Um, I like to cuss, and that just comes through. My language can be colorful, and so just keep that in mind. Um, If you're new, that comes across sometimes. (laughs) Um, But let's talk about procrastination. You know, at the root of procrastination, I used to think it was just a bad habit that I had, that it was just who I was, and it was just how I did things, and I would just brag, because of course, I not brag, but I can find the positive in anything. So what I focused on is how well I work under pressure. Do you relate with that? It's like, yes, sure, we can work well under pressure because the panic button is hit when the deadline arrives and it's time to take action and we have to do it. So yes, it works that waiting, avoiding, 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 and then boom, shotgun approach. Let's get it all done in one night. Let's do it all in one day. You know, and in the subconscious mind is like, yeah, we got a system. But as you and I both know, it's not sustainable and it doesn't feel very good and it's very stressful. And, you know, the whole time that we're avoiding it, we're still thinking about it anyways. And so I want to talk about kind of uh, behind the scenes about you know, talking about procrastination and ways that it, it has showed up in my life, but also ways that I've been able to overcome it um, through looking at it a little bit differently instead of trying to like go upstream and go against the current, going with it. And so, one of the first things we need to talk about with procrastination is it's there's a fear involved. And oftentimes it's a fear of failure. It's a fear of being rejected. It's a fear of being seen. You know, I know a lot of you guys listening, a lot of your goals or maybe areas of procrastination is around showing up online or is around really giving your all to that side business or that side hustle or that art project or whatever it is that you're working on. Um, And so noticing that, okay, if there's a fear involved, then what does that mean? That means that there's a part of me that feels afraid. There's a part of me that's scared. And so remember how Joyfully You is about connecting with that inner child. There's a part of your psyche that is afraid to take action on this. So it's easier to wait, wait, wait. Um, And so meditation is a great way, but also journaling or just literally when you're driving, affirming to yourself like it's safe. I can't fuck up unless I don't do it. You know, it's okay to take action and start. I'm ready. I could do this. I can do this. You know, you're being your own cheerleader. You're hyping yourself up. You're, you know, but say you're procrastinating on something that you don't have fear around, but it's just the consistency of showing up for it. If you're more in that boat, noticing um, that when you give effort, and you give energy, you will receive energy and you will receive results. And so if it's something that you used to enjoy, but you don't really enjoy anymore, so you're like, oh my God, this is where the discipline comes in. This is where that discipline muscle comes of being like, no, I choose to sit down and it doesn't have to be perfect. And I don't have to know exactly what I'm going to do. And sometimes you can rearrange the 
the terms of what you what you deem a success, right? So if you're like, oh, um, I want to do it and it needs to look this way, how could you change it a little bit so you could still show up and it could still be achievable, so you could still make progress in it um, in a different way. And so notice that it's fear. The second part about procrastination that I think we really need to look at, it's a habit and it's like an addiction to the high and the adrenaline, right? Because it feels really freaking good when we finish things and we pull it off and it's like, yes, I'm done. I did it. Um, but there, in the subconscious mind, there is a little bit of a cop out there because if we wait to the last minute and kind of say, I don't have time or I, I, I didn't know where to start or all the excuses and reasons, then we can also justify in our mind if it doesn't go well, I know why, because I didn't give my 100%. So it's a way that we can control the outcome a little bit by not having failure as an option. Because we could just, it's like a cop-out, you know? It's like a way that we protect ourselves. And so notice, because that was a huge thing that used to come up for me where I would be like, I'm not going to give my 100% because if I do, then I have to really face this like idea of failure. And the fear of failure was this big, like giant monster in my life for a while. And it was just... um, it was just, I want to say almost illogical. Like it didn't make sense, but it was just that fear of being rejected and being seen of what people might think or say. But the moment I started putting myself out there for the one woman, for that one woman that I wanted to empower and inspire and, and, and teach her ways that she can love and lead in her own life. When I started remembering that it's about that one person, that if I help one person, it's worth it. And remembering that and remembering the impact, it made it worth putting myself out there because I was able to feel that and I have to remind myself that's why I'm doing this and so remembering why you're doing something you know and and because we are addicted to that high of getting things done at the last minute learning how to work calm and the way that we learn how to work calm is we learn how to chunk it down into easy steps or bite-sized steps and 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 sometimes we have to like just set a timer and say for the next five minutes I'm going to do this and meditation is a super helpful tool because when we have that squirrel brain where we're like, do this, do this, do this, do this. And we are like starting all these things, but not finishing any of them. It's often a mindfulness issue that we need to be more mindful and paying attention. So we're not so in our head and on autopilot and not paying attention. And so when we're doing meditation, it does kind of force us to slow down and pay attention to our body. And so a lot of the meditation that I teach is around a focus point. And so whether the focus point be a affirmation, or the focus point be your breath or the focus point be music or counting your breaths like there's different variations and so the the goal is not to silence your mind or to stop your thoughts the goal is to constantly bringing your focus back to a point you know something specific and so when we do that, we start to notice we can feel the heaviness of our body. We can feel, you know, our shoulders drop. And when we start to relax the nervous system, our immune system starts to function better. Our brain starts to function more creatively and we're able to think outside the box. We actually have like a wider scope of things we're able to um, take in in the moment. And we can get clear on what's really important to us when we are taking time to still and calm the mind. Um, because if we are setting our, we we are setting ourselves up for failure if we're putting down fifteen hundred things on the to do list and then having these crazy expectations to get them all done. Because if you've been addicted to the high that procrastination creates of getting it all done in one night, then sometimes that carries over. That belief carries over that all 
productive days need to be this crazy Superman, Superwoman type thing, you know? And so if you can find appreciation and um, satisfaction in the small steps by documenting them, by breaking it down, by creating a plan versus trying to do it all at once, um, you'll, you're teaching, you're, you're rewiring your mind to have delayed gratification and micro steps of gratification. So you can't be excited about, okay, I'm in this step, but it's being more realistic instead of trying to do this, you know, crazy overnighter all the time or, um, having unrealistic expectations of how fast something should be about. And if you're feeling like I should already have this and you're feeling impatient, you know, well, everyone has to start somewhere. And so that's where you get to be like, what's my rush? Where's this I'm late energy coming from? You know, who says, says who? Am I comparing myself right now? Am I, what is actually going on right now? And this is my favorite question. And it's so powerful if you're struggling with procrastination. This question is, what step am I in right now? Because you can look at the whole picture of where you want to go and what you want to be doing and where you want to be. But you got to ask, what step am I in? If you were to look at the timeline, where am I right now? What step am I in? And okay, this is the step I'm in. What is that next step? And what do I need to do to complete this step so I can take the next step? And letting it be steps versus like trying to jump like five steps at a time, make it realistic of one step at a time and let that be enough. Because this is also a conversation that you're having with yourself of, can I do this? I can do this. I can't do this. I can do this. I can't do this, right? Going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, or I don't want to. Let's do it later. Let's do it later. Let's do it later. I mean, like, no, let's sit down and do it now. Let's put on a 10-minute timer on my phone and give it 10 effing minutes. 10 minutes, you know? And if you at least start it, a lot of the times it'll, it'll, you will build some momentum and keep going. But if you don't, that's okay because you can create the agreement with yourself 10 minutes. And if we can put our distractions away, if we can set the timer for the phone and then put it off to the side and not look at it and sit down to start something, you will be amazed at how much you can get done in 10 minutes. It's incredible. (laughs) And then you get to celebrate that and be like, yes, okay. And oftentimes it puts us into the state of like, oh, yes, go me. What next? Yes, go me. What next? Um, And another thing that has really helped with procrastination is is the night before, whatever it is that you're planning on doing or you're wanting to do, write it out in your journal or write it out in your phone and your notes and start, you know, wake up this time, you know, shower, brush your teeth, um, uh, make breakfast or, you know, meditate or go for a walk or send this email or whatever it is that you're wanting, like the most ideal morning to be, but also realistic, write it all out. And then as you're going to bed, start visualizing yourself experiencing that visualizing yourself having that morning, visualize yourself hearing the alarm, not wanting to do it, but doing it anyways and feeling proud. Visualize yourself getting in the shower, maybe turning the shower cold at the end, even though you didn't want to, you know that you feel awake and alive after you do it. Visualizing yourself sitting down and not looking at Instagram or Facebook, but instead doing something else like imagine yourself having the day or the morning that you ideally want to have. Because right before you go to bed, it's the same thing with meditation. Your your brain goes into, it's called the theta, where it is like the dream state. It is where the quantum creation and manifestation can happen. But it's also, you know, it's this it's the reason why when you snooze our when we snooze our alarm in the morning, we have kind of crazy dreams because we are in that 
deep, relaxed state and our mind is the most creative because we are still kind of in and out of consciousness. So the exact same thing is happening when we are falling asleep. So if you start visualizing it, the mind wakes up and it's like, hey, we know what to do because we've already done it. The mind can't always, the mind doesn't differentiate things that is real or a memory. Because if you think back to something that was a dream or something that was a story that really happened, the mind still recalls it in the same way. It still feels real. So... That is a visualization technique that you use for procrastination. Um, And I also want to invite you guys to join me um, to meditate. Uh, This Monday, December 7th, 2020, uh, is 5DU Meditation Challenge. And so this is a five-day meditation series where we are meditating together. You're meditating with me live. And I'm walking you through different mindfulness meditations that will unravel your stress you will feel and you will feel yourself sinking into a deeper creative state as well you will feel the heart opener that it is and it might be hard at times getting into it but as you do the different breathing techniques as I teach you the different ways to use focus points it will be easier and you will feel relief you will feel at ease and you will have creative ideas come to you like you can see what other people have said on the registration page i'm going to put it in the show links but even if you've never meditated before or maybe you are a, a very you know you meditate often but you you've kind of fallen off your practice and you want to get back into it you want to come back to that that center um and that inner peace then this is available and so I've noticed that procrastination helps me a lot in reconnecting why I'm doing what I'm doing and reconnecting to my heart, reconnecting to the why. Because if I get too in my head and I'm thinking about all the tasks and the things I need to do, I can get into this like I'm behind, I'm behind state and that doesn't serve me at all. And so if I slow down for 15 minutes and I drop my shoulders and I do some breaths and I let myself get into a meditation, 15 minutes, um... I feel way more relaxed and I feel on purpose because in that moment of letting the mind calm and bringing myself back to my breath, I'm reminded of what's actually important. And so it's much easier to answer questions like, what are the three most important things to do today? And choosing three things, and because I know why they're important to me, and letting those three things be on my to-do list. And anything else is a bonus. You know, I think that that's a big part of being realistic with what your expectations are of your day and lowering the expectations you have about on yourself. Because if we are setting expectations on ourselves, it's it's like the breeding grounds for resentment, you know, and instead have your goals, have your intentions and have the reason why you want to do it and have it be three things that are important to you. You know, what do you need to get done so you can lay your head down proud and visualize it yourself laying your head down proud because you got it done. And then you get to remind yourself that done is better than perfect. And that when you take action on things that you say you're going to do, your confidence goes up. And even when the inner critic tries to come in and tries to say all the reasons why you shouldn't do it or you're not good enough or why someone else does it better than you, remember that part of you is scared. And so let your let that other part of you that is like ready, that knows, that confident version of you, imagine being like, hey, I hear you, but you don't get to drive. We're doing this where I'm, I'm taking action on this anyways, and I love you and nothing's going to happen. You don't have to be scared. We can handle it. We can do it. 
you know, and it's, it's, it's a muscle. You're strengthening the muscle of taking action. And every time that we do that, our confidence goes up. And so it's going to have, it's going to be something that gets easier and easier to be able to work calm, to be able to, um, show up for things in a realistic fashion versus crazy sporadic, um, bursts of productivity being committed and consistent with it. And also knowing that we do have cycles that sometimes we are, um, it is easier to be productive versus others, but we have to notice what is our, what is our definition of being productive, Right. If we aren't creating a plan for what we want to get done in the day, then there's no way to measure if we were quote unquote productive or not. And so this is a huge, this is a huge thing of feeling good and feeling like you have completed your day with, with excellence and like you can lay your head down proud is creating a game plan. You got to create a game plan. So in the morning, getting your pen and paper out and be like, all right, what are the top three things important to me today? All right. Why are they important to me? And because this also will determine if you're doing something that isn't actually important. If you're like, oh, I don't know because someone else told me. That'll help you identify if you're doing something that's people-pleasing versus doing something that's really for you or doing something that you really want to, you know, or if you're doing it just because you feel like you have to or you want to. This is where you get to be clear with yourself. And so top three things you want to do, why you want to do them, and then um, giving yourself an I am statement. What are three words to describe the person that you need to be in order to do it? So it's like, do you need to be confident? Do you need to be assertive? Do you need to be creative? Do you need to be loving? Do you need to be patient? Do you need to be powerful? Like, who do you need to be in order to do those things? And if you take those three to four minutes to answer those questions for yourself, you are way more likely to feel good throughout your day and to feel on purpose throughout your day. And you won't have that lingering feeling of, did I do enough? Because if you don't make a plan, you never know if you've done quote unquote enough. And there's too much room there for the inner critic to try and come in and like poke at you and and fuck with you, you know? And so reminding yourself that you are enough. There's enough time. There's enough resources. There is enough, but we got to be on purpose of, of, what we want our day to look like and what we determine as success. So this is a little mini episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, you're listening to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. Um, if you guys like this episode, take a screenshot of your phone, post it to your Instagram stories. I'm always hanging out on Instagram. That's my favorite platform to be on, um, Kelsey Lowe Show. And so take a screenshot, tag me, or send me a DM and say hello. I always love meeting new people that come into my world because of Joyfully Podcast. Um, You know, I would love to be able to connect with you. And so, yeah, I hope you guys have such a wonderful day. And I hope you know that you are so loved and you're so infinitely supported. And, you know, the universe has your back. And on the rare occasion, sometimes we're procrastinating on things because it's not what we truly want to be doing. And so check in with yourself. Are the things that you're procrastinating on, are you procrastinating because there's kind of a fear and uncertainty? Or are you procrastinating because deep down you don't really want to do it? Because oftentimes, if it's not a fuck yeah, it's a fuck no. So if there's certain things in your life where you're like, it's a yeah, it's a yeah. What would it look like if you just said no to anything that wasn't a hell yes? A fuck yes. Like, oh, I'm in, you know, being able to bring that level of commitment and excitement and conviction to the things that you do. And if it's not something that brings you joy and it's not something you really want to be doing, why are you doing it? Um, so 
Yeah. And so guys too, if you're wanting to be able to have conversations with that inner critic, but in a way that is beautiful and peaceful and loving and being able to make amends with her. And, and what does that do? What does that do for us? What does that create? That creates deeper relationships with other people because we're having deeper relationships with ourselves. That creates more confidence because our nervous system is calm. You know, all of these things are created because of meditation. And so if you want to meditate with me for free, it is happening this Monday, December 7th. The link is in there. It's kelseylowshow.com slash 5DU. Um, Y-O-U, but the link is also down below. Um, I would love to be able to meditate with you. How it works is we're meeting in a Facebook group every morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time for a 15-minute meditation. This is for all levels. I promise to guide you through it and make it very easy but also powerful. So, you guys, I hope you have an amazing day. My name is Kelsey Lowe. You are listening to Joyfully You Podcast, and I will see you on the next episode.